real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits. The first thing I want to get around to talking about today is childminders. And childminders will now face prosecution unless they sign up to strict standards of care and undergo guard of vetting and home inspections. Uh, these measures are part of the government's new plan to regulate the sector, which includes a range of subsidies for parents and grants and training for thousands of minders, which will cost £50 million a year to implement. Allowances of up to 900 a month will be available for parents using childminders from October as part of a rollout of the National Child Care Scheme, as long as those minders are registered and trained to certain levels. Currently, just 81 childminders are actually registered with the Child and Family Agency, Tusla, out of an estimated 19,000. That is a tiny percent. And everybody knows what we're talking about here. We're talking about the woman up the road. Isn't that what they call it? The woman up the road. Everybody knows the woman up the road. The woman up the road who look after a couple of babies in the neighbourhood, a couple of two-year-olds in the neighbourhood while the parents go to work and she'll do it for, I don't know, a couple of hundred quid a month or whatever it happens to be. Everyone knows, well, probably a bit more expensive than that. Everyone knows the woman up the road. She's not regulated. She probably doesn't pay any tax. But she doesn't, she doesn't make a huge amount of money because she's to look after the kids. It could be a granny. It could be an auntie. It could be a sister that you give 50 quid to for looking after your kids and picking them up from school. Technically, under the law, they'll be childminders. And a lot of people are not happy about this. They're saying, they said, by the way, however, before a public consultation process even begins on the action plan to regulate child mining, it has emerged that those who continue to mine children in their homes without notifying Tusla or the authorities will face prosecution. That seems a bit steep, doesn't it? Yes, once regulations are brought in, it will be a legal requirement to register with Tusla. That's what they're saying. That's according to Toby Wolf, who's the Department of Children Principal Officer. He said it will be illegal. And I want to know what you think. I mean, do you welcome this? There's parts of it I welcome, absolutely. And I, I can see why we're doing it, particularly with the, the programme that was on primetime recently about the way children were treated in a crash. I can see the reasoning behind it. But there's also a tradition as well of the woman down the road, which concerns me, and I believe that has to be protected. Uh, all right, you can send us a text at 087-188-0008. That's 087-188-0008. Do you welcome this new legislation that will mean that all 19,000, that's the, the estimated figure of generally women, it's mainly women, I would imagine there is probably some men in there, but generally women, who mind children on an ad hoc basis will have to be registered by law or they will face prosecution. Let me know what you think. Is it a good idea or is it a bad idea? And the number is 087 uh, Let me see. Yuck, pedo boiling. Sounds like he's getting off on his work, colleagues. What are you talking about, you clown? Ashling is 30. Uh, <laughs> Bernadette Obrinsky. Uh, Ob- oh, I'm going to pronounce this wrong. Uh, Bernadette Obrinsky. Uh, Obrinsky Burke, uh, Chief Executive of the Child Mining Ireland. I got that wrong, Bernadette, didn't I? Oh, not to worry. Not well, to worry. I, Forgive you. What, uh, how do you pronounce your second, your middle name there? Obinsky. Or, or Binsky. Or oh, Binsky. Where's that name from? Poland originally, but it was a long time ago down in uh, Templemore, would you believe? But um, unfortunately, I don't speak any Polish, so it was a long time ago. Right, okay, it's an interesting name. Okay, and I'm sure people ask you all the time where the name Orbinski <laughs> comes from. Uh, well, Bernadette, I mean, what do you think of this legislation? Do you welcome it as the executive of the Child, Mind- of Child Minding Ireland? Do you welcome this? Well, I suppose 
you know, going back to your, your lead in there, Niall, I would take issue with your image that you paint of the woman up the road. You know, it's um, our members, for example, they're all guard vetted for childminding. They all have insurance for childminding. They've done first aid, uh, pediatric first aid. They've got um, child safeguarding training and they sign up to a code of ethics. So, Yes, I'm sure in any profession you get a full range of people who are engaging with systems and, and, and some that aren't. But it's not fair to, to assume that all childminders have a casual, I think ad hoc was, was, was the terminology you, you mm-hmm. used. Uh, many, many childminders regard themselves as professional, um, providing quality care for children. And also just to say to your listeners that under the current regulations, unless you're minding four or more preschoolers or seven children of mixed age, you're not eligible to register with TUSA. So there is no system for you. So it's not that childminders are avoiding registering. It's just that currently there is no system that will allow them to register. So that's why you see these very low numbers of 81 um, registered across the country. It is a shocking number, 81 Tiny. out of 19,000, yeah. they estimate, yeah. which could be possibly yeah. more. But there's a lot won't don't want to register. And the reason they don't want to register is because they probably have to pay tax. Um, and I'm not suggesting your members, but yeah. I'm talking about the woman down the road. And well, everybody knows the woman down the road, and she's good at doing it. And the woman down the road could be related. So where do, where do we define this? How is the yeah. government going to define who's an official childminder? If, if your sister is minding the kids and you're giving her 100 quid a week and she's collecting them from school for you, is she officially a childminder? Well, what, um, I mean, I just emphasise that this is a draft mm. action plan. So we really need people to engage. There's a survey um, that the department have rolled out. It's on their website. It's on childminding.ie website. Um, so we need to influence the outcome rather than have to try and change it afterwards, you can imagine. Mm-hmm. But just to go back to your question, um, the, the terminology, if you're related, that's being used is kinship care. So if you're a grandparent or an uncle or an auntie or, you know, that's regarded as within kinship care. That's a family um, what about matter. A, what, so about a, what about a best excluded. friend? What about a best friend? Well, it, you know what I mean? if, they, if money, if they are charging money for minding children, that is, a, you know, they are running a business, essentially. So they would come under the, um, the suggested um, amendments in the action plan. Um, it's, a bit, it's a bit OT. I mean, I understand the reasoning behind <laughs> it, and I understand mm-hmm. child protection is paramount, and I absolutely yeah. understand, particularly after we watched the primetime program recently mm-hmm. and other programs just like that. But I also do understand the tradition, I suppose, and how it's okay for, you know, a friend or a girl, you know, at the school who has two kids of her own, but you're working, you can't pick up your kids, so she does it for you and you throw her 50 quid. You know, I I can understand that arrangement. And I would hate to see that arrangement become something, as you mentioned, like a business, because it's not. It's just an arrangement between two people. And it's. You know, you're right. It is a traditional form of childcare in Ireland, you know, and and, I mean, I know in the in the small town I live in, you know, there's some women, typically women in the town who've basically raised generations based of children. Based on town, you know, yes. Yeah, so, I mean, you know, nobody wants to stop that happening. Apart from but the Revenue they, Commissioner, maybe he might want to stop it from well, happening. Well, I don't know if it's fair. I mean, in in lots of different professions, some people work totally in cash and some people don't pay their tax, but they should, you know, so I don't think we can use that brush for all childminders. It's dangerous that, you know, childminders do pay tax and they earn very little. 
be honest, Nile. You know, we're oh, not know. talking large sums of money here. And when you take out of it their costs, there's very little tax due. And there is actually a relief for childminders that the first 15000 they don't pay tax on. So I think that's not... But there, really is, there would the be other bills. If you have the woman down the road, and I hate yeah. to keep going back to the woman down the road, yeah, but no, if, you, but if you have the woman down the road and she's looking after, say, three kids for yeah. three people in the area, three babies or three one-year-olds yeah. or whatever... She then, once she registered with Tusla, I'm assuming then there will be, you know, I suppose regulations around that where she will have to have liability insurance, uh, all those other things that will go along with child minding. And, you know, she's just a woman who raised her own kids. Maybe they've grown up and moved out of the house and she's a bit of spare room and that's why she's doing it and making a couple of quid for herself. Then for her own protection, I would say, now, I mean, our members have insurance for child minding. If something happens while the children are in your care, it's all very well to say, I'm doing it for a friend or somebody I know at the school. But if they take a suit against you, you're terribly exposed. I mean, for your own protection, if you're a childminder, it's not hugely expensive for the whole year. If you're a member of Childminding Ireland, it's 220 euros for peace of mind. Um, you know, and I think... Is that, a, is that how much liability insurance would be? But Yeah. Is that yeah. per child or is that... No, that's for the year. Okay, so that's not bad. Yeah, it's not bad. And, and even things like you, you talk about the childminders who aren't paying tax and we would say the tax due is probably very small. It also gets you your stamp towards your pension. Okay, so... You know, the, it, there, are, there are benefits for, you know, we want to provide support to childminders. We do, and I think what's really, really critical is the current... Um, legislation is really designed for centre-based care. And again, that's another reason why very few childminders are currently registering with TUSLA because they don't want their home to be like a mini crash. Well, there's, a lot, there's so, also a lot of people burned out with the greatest respect over the last mm. few years who don't trust TUSLA, um, who don't have a huge amount of faith in them, uh, particularly in everything that we've seen going on in this country recently. Um, so they don't have the faith in them. And then also when we talk about the definitions in this particular law, and again, we have to see exactly what the law is going to be. Uh-huh. Where do we stand on babysitting? Is, because babysitting is essentially childminding. Um, so where do we say, would that become illegal if you're under the age of 18, if you're not trained to do so? Or? No, that's not part of this action plan. There's a, st- a statutory definition of childminders currently, which may be amended, but it's actually defined in the statute as somebody who's, you know, working alone, minding um, four or less ch- um, preschoolers in their own home and so on. So there is actually a definition. Okay, so babies hit yeah. wouldn't come into that. No. Because these are all the questions people are wondering. Are we going to completely do away with, I suppose, the tradition in some way? And then there's parents out there who've got two young kids that both of them work at the moment, maybe they're listening at the moment, and they're saying, well, hold on, we get a good deal off the woman down the road, you know, rather than going to a crash, which would cost us too much money. We get a decent deal out of her. She's a nice woman. Um, She's been doing it for years. And also, you know, there are huge benefits to childminders. Not, I mean, it is, it does tend to be financially competitive with the crushes, but you also get the flexibility for people who are um, working on social hours or do shift work or so on. And, you know, they do support people back to work because they can accommodate people more easily than crushes. And you get a child's individuality flourishing in the small group of children. And children usually stay with their childminder from, you know, birth or, or soon afterwards through national school and into secondary school. So there's a huge attachment like extended family and so on. So there are numerous, numerous benefits. But I would like, if you don't mind, if I could go back to your comments about TUSLA, because I would like to say that we've worked with TUSLA on amending the inspection framework 
um, under the current legislation for childminders, and they've been enormously helpful. Um, they are positive about childminding. They are constrained by the current legislation, and that would have to be amended um, in order for it not to be like a mini creche type setting. Um, but Tusla are very open to that in their defence. Um, but really, it's about making any changes appropriate and proportionate. You know, what is it appropriate to ask a childminder to have? Is it appropriate to ask them to have garda vetting? I would suggest somebody takes that in and said, if, yeah. if, if there's going to be garda vetting, will the whole family have to be garda vetted? Because there, well, maybe, there may be other team, members. I think is the suggestion. So there'll be if there's other members of the family living in the home, they will all have to be garda vetted. Oh, if over eighteen. If, if they're around the children. I, you know what, Bernadette, with the, great, with the great respect, and I understand yeah. your point of view on it, yeah. but I think this is just ca- going to cause a whole lot of problems for a lot of parents who get their kids looked after by, you know, a vast amount of women out there. it will also mean that those same children will be able to access the National Child Care Scheme, so they'll be able to get some subsidy towards their child care, and if childminding is protected, if childminders are involved in driving the change and steering it, not centre-based care professionals, childminders, this is where we need childminders to engage and really have their voices heard. How has this because worked? It, have they done this in other countries around the world? Has there been any yep, looked at? And yep, how has it worked? Um, it, yes, well, it, obviously different countries have different models, but it is unusual to have childminders minding children for other people and there to be no regulatory requirement. We haven't found another jurisdiction that that would be the same. That's, we, well, we're a bit that's because, in that. But, uh, but that's because Ireland traditionally was very community-based. Yeah. And I think that's probably yeah. why that's happened. But of course, yeah. we are becoming more metropolitan now and we're, I suppose we're, our cities are getting bigger, our population is growing immensely. And we know that children haven't always been protected in communities in the past. And I'm not saying this is necessarily going to solve all the problems or um, nothing you know, awful can ever happen. But we, we have a duty of care to the children that they are, um, as far as possible, um, minded in quality child-minding settings. Okay, um, would you agree with uh, Toby Wolf when he says that it will be illegal for anybody, obviously going forward, uh, once this bill comes in, to mind their child in the home at red, re- or to mind the child in the home at re- registering, and that prosecutions will be brought against people who don't do it? I think that's scaremongering, to be honest. I mean, if any of us break any laws in the country, we are liable to prosecution at some point in the future. But that's not what this system is about. This system is not about hunting down people who are outside the law. It's about support. Well, this is a draft, so we have to ensure this, but it's about supporting people, making it worth their while, incentivizing them to join. Um, they'll get peer support from other childminders. Um, you know, it's to to really make them... Well I, think the bo- um, well, I think the bottom line is to make sure that it's not inviable for them to do it anymore. In other words, that from a revenue yeah. base, from you know a tax base, yeah. insurance, all that kind of thing, that it's not going to cost them too much money so they won't it, stop it, doing it. It must it. be to their benefit. Yeah. It must be to their benefit. And it must suit their home. This is a home. It is not a purpose-built facility. We don't want it to be a crash. We want it to be a home. Parents want it to be a home. But, but they're also saying there will be house inspections. So does that mean, again, you know, two so will be knocking on the doors inspecting. and saying, you know, I want that fridge moved, I want the corner of that table fixed? And well, uh, I know. doubt that would be the priority, but I think it will be much more about, um, you know, are the children mixing well together? Are the childminder and, and the children have a good relationship? What do the, how do the parents feel things are going? But that's 
mm-hmm. for debate. That is yet to be established, and that's why it's critical that your listeners take part in the consultation, and you yourself as well, and have your voices heard and say what are the priorities and where, where, and where can they do that, Bernadette, if they want to take On childminding.ie, on our website, there's a link, or Facebook, our Facebook page, um, Childminding Ireland Facebook page. Um, if anybody wants um, any advice or support, we have support at childminding.ie and a telephone number 01287 8466. You don't have to be a member. You know, you're more than welcome. We'll pass any information we have to you and I'm happy to talk you through it. All right, well, look, if anyone does want any information, if you are minding children, you can call 01287 8466 or go to childminding.ie. And I appreciate you coming on the air to talk about that, Bernadette. Not at all. Brinsky Burke, I got it right. Uh, Chief (laughs) Executive of Childminding Ireland. Thanks very much. Thanks a million. Bye bye. Uh, Well, what do you think of it? I mean, you've heard what Bernadette has to say. Um, You know, unlike every other country in the world, Ireland traditionally, I suppose, is more community based, or we certainly were. And I mentioned the woman down the road. There are 19,000 estimated child minders in Ireland. Child minders are defined by people who mind children, preschool children, in their own homes. Uh, they will now have to be regulated and they will have to register with TUSLA. Uh, they will also obviously have to register to pay tax as well because they would be self-employed. But of course, as Bernard mentioned, uh, you know, with all their expenses and everything else, they probably wouldn't pay very much tax anyway. Um, but they will all have to be registered. They may have home inspections to make sure, you know, they're doing a good job and they have a good relationship with the children. Um, a lot of people think it's a great idea, particularly after what we've seen in the primetime programme in relation to crashes and how children are cheated, t- treated. But I know there's parents listening today who have their kids with a child minor, be it the woman up the road or a mate or a friend, and they give them a few quid every week to look after their kids or pick them up from the school. They essentially will have to be registered before they can do that job for you or that favour for you now. They will have to be registered because they're essentially child minders. Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi award winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic hits.